Hello and welcome to Tamla and Taylor's Treat Talk Tuesday, where we talk about treats, business, and life. This week we have a stupendous guest. You know, we are um, here with Fran. She is uh, known as the cookie cutter lady. No, <laughs> she does. Um, cookie cutter. She does custom cookie cutters. Um, she does beautiful cookie cutters of uh, of black women. I have recently purchased some and used them, and they are excellent. So we are going to talk about this today. Once again, I am Taylor with Sweet Spirit treats located here in Albion, Michigan, where we do custom treats for your special occasions. And we also have Tamala. We're going to let her introduce herself. All right. Thank you, Taylor. Hello. Hi, friend. Welcome. Um, I'm Tamala with Torlitas for that sweet and crunchy taste. Torlitas is a dessert company located right here in the state of Ohio. Or maybe I should should say the great state of Ohio. And I specialize, <clears throat> I specialize in salty, sweet treats. If you want to know more about me and my business, go to at Torlitas. That's T as in Tuesday. O-R- L-I-T-A-S. Good job, good job. So now we are gonna get into some questions. First of all, um, how are you doing today, Francine? I am doing really well. I wanna thank you ladies for having me. Um, I am so thrilled, it's such an honor to be here. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you for coming and thank you for chatting with us. We're, we're gonna, like I said, go through a couple of questions. We, we want to first just start out with, how did you get started making cookie cutters? Okay, um, well, my sister Darlene, who's the other half of our business, FedRAF Designs, um, mm -hmm. she kind of approached me in 2021, because you know, everybody's been having a rough, had a rough 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, you know, what kind of business can we, you know, start? And I had already kind of been thinking the, along the same lines, and I'm actually a teacher, I'm a technology teacher. So I was doing a unit on 3D printing with my students and I just became obsessed with 3D printing. I'm like, oh wow, you can actually, you know, build things and you can print out whatever you want. I mean, there are people who make houses that they actually live in that are 3D printed. So um, I was like, what kind of business can I do with 3D printing? So I started mm -hmm. scouring websites and I looked at Etsy and I'd see things like keychains, and then I'd see um, like pet bowls with the pet's name on it, you know. And, and they were doing they were doing pretty well with those sales. And then I started seeing a lot of cookie cutters, and I'm like, hmm, right. oh wait a minute, yeah, like people are actually like buying and selling cookie cutters like that. And I'd see people with like tens of thousands of sales. I saw somebody that had like 140 thousand sales from cookie cutters and I'm like wow. wait a minute hold up you know this right. <laughs> so I'm like yes I can do that and then but the right. thing that I did not see was a lot of representation so there was not a right. lot of afrocentric uh cutters and and mm -hmm. cutters for people of color so I said you know what there there we go that's what I need to do, bring to the table so we have all types of cutters but we do have we're especially proud of our african-american section because I really think that we shine there and those are, are by far our most popular cutters and they're just so unique and I, I get so excited when I print them I'm like oh these are so beautiful yes, so yeah are. so that's how we got started <laughs> 
That is so awesome. I love that you um, incorporate the representation into your business. I actually went to um, a store, um, a cake store, supply store a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, oh, do you, you guys have anything, you know, for Black History Month? They're like, uh, no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, they're like, we, we don't have anything for for mm. Black History Month. Now you can have all this Valentine's stuff you want, you know, you can have all mm. the pink and all the sprinkles. And I'm like, man, we need to do better. Right. Absolutely. So, yes, I'm so grateful that you incorporate that into your business because you're helping me incorporate it into my business. And um, yeah, once people saw like the black girl cookie cutters with the like the hair and the poof you know they were just like literally floored so i just want to personally say thank you for um uh, for doing that not only oh, for my pleasure for, <laughs> yeah for yourself but for a lot of people that don't have representation you know in this industry um so are you an actual baker do you bake a lot um, I mean, I'm a mother. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, my, I mean, my children are grown now. They're in their 20s. But I mean, mm-hmm. when they were younger, I used to bake, you know, you'd have the bake sales at school and you'd have the birthday parties. Um, right. And actually, prior to being a mom, though, I did bake cakes. I used to bake mm-hmm. cakes a lot from scratch. Not I didn't sell them or anything. It was just a hobby. But I thought I was pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah. But um, but I'm definitely not like I'm, I'm just like amazed at what I'm seeing, like, with you and and through um you know online with instagram and everything and people the creativity that's going on is just amazing to me so i would say no i'm not a, i'm not a baker <laughs> <laughs> that's good well i i like the fact that you um that you bake homemade stuff even for your children uh like when i talk to people they're like no i don't bake i don't bake i don't bake and i'm like okay <laughs> Like it's the plague or something. <laughs> I'm like, it's not that bad. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's I'm, a process. It's it's like, um, yeah, it, you know, it's a pro. It it takes a lot of love. You have to, you put in a lot of love love into that process, you know. And mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoyed it, but sometimes you get distracted and other things are going on in life, and you know. But right. um, it, I just feel like it 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 takes time or maybe it's just the way that I was doing it. It was time consuming. You guys can probably just whip it out like that, you know, whip something out, but yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, baking is time consuming, especially when I, what I try to do when I'm baking is um, like, I don't waste the time that the cake is in the oven or the cookies are in the oven. I'm always trying to like get the next thing done because normally when you're baking stuff especially if it's a cake you have to it's like lots of layers because you got to do the cake the simple syrup the frosting the decorations you know Mm. so it's all about getting everything done for that final product Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so you have mentioned uh etsy do you like etsy for shipping um for shipping i actually do now i i was a little um confused by Etsy because I kept incurring a lot of fees and um, if you don't turn off Etsy marketing they'll put ads out there like on Google and other sites yeah Yeah. and then if you happen to get a sale they'll take a chunk of your money (laughs) so I I didn't realize that yeah so I turned that off 
Um, mm -hmm. And I think I'm doing much better with holding on to my money. <laughs> but <Right>. I, <laughs> I do like the shipping element because they will um, generate the shipping label for you and it's a discounted shipping rate. So I was running to the post office a lot and I was paying extra. So like I have a flat rate that I charge, you know, for the cutters, we charge $3.50. Um, if you purchase $35 or more, then it's free shipping. Um, but when I was going to the post office, I was paying like, you know, 480 or $5. Like I was paying over the amount that I was charging customers. So I was coming out of my pocket for the shipping. Mm -hmm. But once I set up the Etsy shipping and I have a, um, a label printer, then um, I was able to print the labels and save on the shipping. So that cost is comparable is pretty much what I'm charging the customers. So I don't have to come out of my pocket now. Um, so I do like, I do like that about the Etsy shipping. It's kind of fast and seamless. And then they'll send a notification because normally I would just, uh, go in and manually put in the tracking number and to let the customer know that the item was on its way. But with the Etsy, um, shipping label, they'll automatically generate an email to the customer. So I do appreciate that. That's oh, good. Okay. Hey, yeah, Taylor, so can I jump in just for a second? Yeah. Okay. Um, friend, I want to back up maybe um, a little bit and I want you to tell the people who you are, um, where they can find you, what's the name of your business and all that good stuff where you're located if you want to give that information out. I think that would sure. be, um, you know, something that I'm interested in. I'm sure other people would be too. Okay, sure. Um, so we are Fed Raft Designs. Can you spell that? Is, sure. It's, um, and I'm going to uh, tell you because it's an acronym for, for names in our family. So okay. it's F as in Franklin, mm -hmm. E as in Elaine, D as in Darlene, R as in Renee, A as in and, F as in Franz, and F as in Frank. So it's FedRAF Designs, F-E-D-R-A-F-F. -F. <laughs> And um, that was actually a name that my father um, had come up with probably back in the 80s. He had, um, he was very um, tech, tech savvy. I think he was ahead of his time. He was a, a tech teacher and also an assistant principal at my high school. And he um, had this vision for this FedRAF Enterprises for his family. So, so he came up with the acronym. Um, so we carried it on now with FedRAF Designs. Um, and so our website is, our website will take you directly to our Etsy shop. So it's www.fedraftdesigns.com. Um, and we're also on Instagram daily at fedraftdesigns. Um, that's pretty much where we live. Uh, we do have a Facebook page. So it's just facebook.com slash fedraftdesigns. Um, but again, we don't, we don't really do a, a lot on Facebook. We just tell people on Facebook to come on over to Instagram because that's where we live. <laughs> that's where it's happening for us. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, so you Oh, and I'm sorry, just to say we are located in Maryland. So we are in Bowie, Maryland, which is midway between uh, DC and Annapolis or DC and Baltimore. Um, also known as the DMV area. DMV. So DC, Maryland, right. Virginia. <laughs> So yeah, that's where we are. <laughs> Excellent, thank you. Uh, sure. 
so you said you said that your father was a was also a, a, a principal at your school he he was an assistant principal at my high school um i went to um high school in new york we we grew up in brooklyn new york and i went to a high school in manhattan called stuyvesant high school it was a science and tech high school that you had to test into and okay. so i went to that high school and um I had no special favorites because my father was the, in fact, it was quite the opposite because my father was assistant principal. I could get away with nothing. Um, right. but, <laughs> but he was, um, doing things with robotics, um, mm -hmm. back in the day, like back in like the eighties, probably earlier than that. Um, he was doing ironically, um, a lot of work with plastics and he would make like, um, different plaques, um, either with plastic or glass. And so ironically, we're kind of doing the same thing with the cookie cutters made from the plastic. Um, yeah. But he was back then one of the few black um, administrators and especially um, to be an administrator at a high school of that caliber, um, because that high school was recognized and st still is today as the number one um, public high school in New York City. So um, he definitely held like a pretty, you know, prestigious position there. but. Um, so yeah, so that, that was my, I was the only one, there's four siblings. I was the only one who actually went to the same school as our father. So yeah, I had to endure that, <laughs> that, that, yeah. I mean, my, my father was well loved The kids. Everybody loved him, but, but it was just a thing where I was just trying to kind of find my own way, you know, yeah. and it was just kind of like, you know, okay, I can't get away with much here because everybody's watching me. They all know, you know. <laughs> That's Mr. Wright's daughter, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely gonna ask you that. I was gonna ask you how does, what was it like, you know, having your father as an assistant principal and actually were you able to get, get away with stuff, you know? Um, yeah, not like, at all. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's very beautiful that you're, you're uh, a technology teacher, you know, that like your dad, you know, set a path for you. Yeah. You know? I think that's really awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so I think it's awesome. Also, I just got excited. And you said your dad was, you know, back in the day, he was a teacher and he, he loved technology. I love technology as well. Um, so how did his influence, uh, I'm sure by watching him help you and your family to be like, okay, let's create a cookie cutter and what does that look like and who came up with the designs even for the cookie cutters okay well my father my father my both my parents have passed they've passed um they it's been a while since they passed they actually passed in the 90s mm -hmm. so this kind of is a delay on their on his vision because it wasn't something where when he was around and we were thinking, okay, yeah, let's do these cookie cutters. This is just, you know, this is just something that recently came to be. Um, I feel like it was like destiny though. It's just, it's just um, kind of amazing to me, like how we're doing something that, that I could see him getting into or giving advice on. Um, but it was just seeing, um, like I was saying before, when I looked on Etsy and I was seeing how many people were doing this. And I said to myself, well, this is a, it, this sounds like a perfect, blend of creativity um, along with technology you know so I'm a tech geek <laughs> but I also like to be creative 
And I've also, you know, I've done, I've had different jobs prior to being a teacher where I've done things like graphic arts or desktop publishing and, you know, things where I was able to be creative or manipulate graphics. And I even do that with some of the courses that I've taught. So I figured this would, you know, be a perfect blend of that. And I felt like I would never get bored because there's always like a new cutter to make, you know? Um, so I was like, okay, yeah, this is this this will work. So um, some of the art that we get is just public, public domain. So really anybody could use it, but you have to know how to make it work to make it into a cutter that's going to be um, functional because some graphics will give you like certain gaps or certain spaces where food could get trapped and you just have to be careful about stuff like that um some yeah some of the art i will create myself and then other art we have artists um i did feature one artist she's actually my niece monica from in digital color she was absolutely amazing she made this the low afro puffs cutter that we did um okay. so yeah and she actually just made another cutter that I can't really talk about yet because I'm hoping to, um, I'm doing a collaboration with a, a, another cookier and I'm hoping to bring that cutter to like the forefront. I'm really trying to get like a celebrity's attention with that cutter. <laughs> so um, so I'll talk about that maybe more later, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's just a combination of, you know, just um, taking either art that I have um, made myself art that artists have made or public domain art and then just modifying it um, so that it can be made into a cutter. Excellent. I love that you, you include your whole family in your business. You know, a lot of people uh, see things and they're like, well, I can do this myself. You know, a lot of people, it takes time for them to realize that they actually need help in business. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing that you have your family there to help you. Even the uh, whole structure with the name and carrying on, on the legacy um, of technology and, you know, with your father. That's very beautiful. Thank you so much. And my You're sister, welcome. Darlene, who's the um, the other half, Darlene, she is, um, she's a legal expert and she's run other businesses as well. So she's definitely like the brains or, or the legal, legalese, <laughs> legal, no, not legally, well, legal yeah. expertise yeah. Yeah. Um, to the business. So, yeah. So we have a lot of, a lot of talent in our family. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like it. <laughs> awesome. So I, how do you actually make the cookie cutters? Okay, so the making of it is, um, it's a three step, if I could break it down into three phases. So basically you have your image file. So that's your, your mm -hmm. JPEG or your PNG file. And from right. that, you're going to convert it into a digital uh, prototype. So that digital prototype mm -hmm. is going to make it look like a cutter, like it's going to give that outline to the image. So it's going to take away that image and just leave an outline. Okay. And so mm -hmm. that that's called an STL file. And there are software programs that you can use to make that, like you can use Tinkercad or Autodesk um, Fusion, but I use a software that is specifically designed to take your image and make it into that digital prototype. So once I put the image in, it automatically creates that outline for me. And I really don't have to do anything other than tell it, 
you know, how long I want the cutter to be. So if I want a four inch cutter, you know, three and a half inch or whatever, and it'll format it for me. Um, I would say probably 85% of the time it looks perfect and I'm good, but sometimes I do have to clean it up a little bit. Like I was saying before, if there's like a little piece hanging or like a little crevice or something that then I might have to um, like modify the image so that I can get a clean um, area so that it's, you know, it's no like, like little pieces hanging. So it, sometimes it does take some tweaking, but yeah, most of the time it's good. It's good to go. And then from that stage, so once you have that STL file, that outline, um, you need to go into the printer's slicing software. At, but I was just telling Fran that I'm just so geeked and excited because I'm learning something new. And I've always, you know, heard about 3D printing and seen on TV and stuff, but never met anybody that actually uses the programs. And, you know, right. she's talking about different STL. I'm like, ooh, what's that? Ooh, I don't know. You know, I gotta look that up and Google that. So I'm just really geeked and excited. Um, you know, th this is my playground. <laughs> so I am excited, but um, I don't, don't want to get too off, technical. Oh, okay. I said I didn't want to get. I don't want to get too technical, but at the, you know, I wanted, but I wanted to explain the process. So I hope I'm not getting too technical when I get into it. But you never can no, be no, no. too technical for you me. But <laughs> we're good. Technical. I was actually thinking about. Um, I I thought the process was like. Um, like when you do like a cricket or a silhouette and you do like the SVG files, like oh. that's what I thought that 3D printing was like, but you're like explaining a completely different world to me. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, too, no problem. Okay, sure. So um, so yeah, from so from the STL file or the digital prototype, you then wanna go ahead and take that STL file and put it into your printer's software with what we call slicing software okay? okay so in that software you, you would actually set your parameters for printing so you would tell it um how thick you want your layers to print um you want to tell it the speed of your printing like if you could print 40 millimeters per second you could print 100 millimeters per second um and just going back to the thickness you could have it you know very fine you could have each layer be 0.1 millimeter or you could have it be 0.2 millimeters um there's something called infill which determines how heavy it is so you could set the percentage of the infill um we generally do 65 percent some people don't feel like infill makes a difference on small items but i i just like to have that kind of extra assurance so we usually do 65 percent infill um but it's it's a process though tweaking it and trying to play around with different um numbers but I mean, a, a small cutter could take 20 minutes to print or it could take an hour and a half to print. It just depends really? on the settings that you use. Um, but, so, but once you're in that slicing software, um, after you slice it, it'll give you an estimate of how long it's gonna take to print and how much um, filament you're gonna be using. And I'll talk about that in a minute, but the filament is the plastic um, that oh. you're using to make your cutter. Um, mm -hmm. And then it, it creates a file called a G code. And so that G-code file is the file that you send to your printer. Some printers, you can send it over Wi-Fi. Other printers, you'd use like a little SD card that you put in a, a USB drive and you just stick it in your printer. Well, some printers, you actually stick the whole USB or some printers, you just take the SD card and stick it in. 
But either way, it's a G code file that is being sent to the printer. And once that's done, it just prints off your, your file for you. And um, the slicing software is good because you see the preview of the, of the cutters. So you'll see, you can print one cutter or you can print multiple cutters and it'll show you, you know, it'll give you an image of your print bed. And so you'll see how the cutters are laying next to each other. And um, so you can try to fit as many as you can on one job or, you know, however you want to do it. But it's just nice because it gives you that visual before you actually start printing. And then um, once you're printing, you're like I was saying, filament is the is the plastic. So it's on a roll. It's just like a thin plastic. Just think of a thin rope, um, but it's on a roll and it goes through a little tube, an extruder. So it okay. heats up. And um, this plastic heats up to like a hundred, it can be anywhere between 190 to like 230, 235 degrees Celsius. And yeah. once, um, once it comes out that tube, it just lays your layers, it lays the layers on the print bed one after the other, it just, just forms your shape. So you'll see it, it comes out this little nozzle, this little thin piece of plastic comes out the nozzle and it just lays it layer upon layer upon layer. And you'll just see, see it build like that. Um, so it's not something, once you send it to the printer, you don't really have to do anything. Like, I mean, I wouldn't leave, you know, the printer running by itself, but it's not like you can't do other things. So you can, like how you were saying when you have, you know, items in the oven and you're, you're going and you're doing other things, like once it's yeah. printing, I can do other things. You know, I can focus on, you know, marketing or, you know, you know responding to inquiries or whatever, because it's, it just, it, you know, goes by itself. Um, so it sounds kind of tedious and it can be at times, but once you get into a rhythm, it's really not bad. Yeah. It kind of, it just kind of flows, you know, um, you do one at a time or you can you do multiples or how many have you done, you know, at one time? Yeah, you can, you can do multiples, but it just depends on the size of your printer. And because different printers have different size print beds, and it also depends on the size of the cutter. So like I could do like, you know, maybe seven or eight um, small cutters at one time. Whereas if it's like, so maybe like the two and a half inch cutters, maybe I could do like seven or eight of them. But if I did like um, a six inch cutter, I might only be able to do like one at a time or maybe two, depending on the actual shape or how wide it is. So it just depends, yeah, it just depends on that factor. But once you put in the slicing software, it lets you know if it's not going to fit on that print bed, it'll actually place it. It'll actually show you and it'll put it outside of the bed. So before you even start printing, it'll show you that there's no room for it. So so it's it's just really helpful in that process. How long does it take to make one from start to finish? Um, just the well, the printing part, like I was saying, could take 20 minutes to an hour and a half. It just depends on your your settings. Um, so I guess that's really the time, um, to convert it from the picture and put it into the slicing software. It doesn't take long at all. That's maybe like five minutes. So the longest part of the process is just coming up with the design, um, getting that design onto the Etsy site in a format that's viewable for the, um, customer, but from the actual, um, I guess printing process, yeah, I would say maybe if we had to from start start to finish finish, <laughs> I would say maybe an hour and a half max. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but if I get into a rhythm, like I said, it could be a lot shorter than that. It just depends. Like some some printers, I mean, some um, cutters, like we, you have a profile for your printer. So some of your cutters you can actually save. So if it's something that I've printed a lot and it's saved, then I don't have to go through that whole process of the slicing. Like I, I can just pull up that file real quickly and then send it to the printer like right away. So it just varies. But that's something I definitely want to um, kind of work on is just figuring out the best settings to get it more efficiently printed, but with the same quality. Because I've tried like faster speeds or um, draft settings and I'm not pleased with the quality of that. So. I'd rather it take a longer time, but look, you know, good. So, <laughs> I love um, how light your cookie cutters are. They are they are really really light, uh, and it's Thank so amazing you. that you that they have like. Now that I know like the process that it just does like each layer, because it's like they're they're pretty you know thick for like cookie cutters. Because I do like a three fourths. Uh, inch cookie and I really don't like when like I push the cookie cutter into the dough and then like my finger slips in it because it's like right next to it uh, yours have, yeah <laughs> yours have like the um the lip around it so it's easy to grip the the cookie cutters and and put them in the dough so I really like them thank you yeah they, yeah we had that extra um handle I, I call it the handle or the grip yeah to make it um easier for you so thank you i appreciate that feedback i just yeah. purchased some metal um cookie cutters for a project that i'm doing and let me yeah. tell you i wish i would have known about your uh cookie cutters before i did that because i noticed that you know the, when i pressed down on them i mean they I started hurting my fingertips it's like okay what am i going to do what am i going right. to use you know, to press down on these, you know, items or these cookie cutters for this project, because I'm going to make, you know, been making multiple ones. But um, definitely, I have, um, I'm excited to put my order in for more cookie cutters from your company. So I'm excited about that. Do you have like a um, a set or a, um, yeah, a set of different varieties that you sell just like in a package or something, or is it all individual? It's all individual at this time. Um, we might, I, I have considered doing sets. Um, sometimes I look at the, the ordering process for sets, like I've just looked at other people just to see how they were doing that. And sometimes I just find it maybe kind of confusing because you're, um, when they order, when they offer the sets, they may have multiple sizes that you can choose from, but then they have multiple items and it's just all together in one listing. And maybe there's other ways that people do it, but just the ones that I saw, I kind of felt like this was kind of tedious. Like uh, the process was just not like flowing really well. So I said, well, I have similar themed items. You know, we have the categories that we have in Etsy. And so I just, put those items in the same category at this point in time. But I definitely am considering that. Um, the other thing I'm considering is, you know, like when you have a cutter, like um, you might see like with the Easter bunny, you'll have the different cutters that you put together to make the one item. So like it's an Easter bunny, but it's like a yeah. cutter of the ear and another cutter of the ear, you know? Yeah. So I definitely want to do that in the future um, for sure. 
but yeah the themes i don't know maybe you guys can give me some insight on that because like like i said i that's just what i encountered when i was trying to figure out like pricing and sizing for the sets i would find sets where you could choose you know multiple sizes within the set so you could have like a three inch in the set but then you could have a four inch or something else and a two inch so i don't know i just felt like that was a bit much but maybe that works for you i don't know so you guys tell me <laughs> i think um like when i think of treat boxes um it's good to have multiple sizes because when you're making like the actual like when i do i did one recently and it had like cupcakes cookies and and just having a different variety of um, sizes makes the box look fuller. So that might be what the person was going for when they were selling multiple sizes okay. of cookie cutters. Um, I know uh, I saw a lady do one when she did cookies and it was like a three inch cookie um, and it said like mom on it uh, for Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. And then she had like some little smaller ones and they were like basically like filler cookies. Um, so that was pretty cool that and I just figured I didn't figure she bought it that way. I figured she just had multiple sizes and she just used it, you know, mm -hmm. to work it out that way. But um I think it'll be a good idea to actually have them uh, in multiple sizes for one thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, because right now we do the multiple sizes for, you know, we just do them individually. So we'll, like right. most of the cutters will have um, two and a half inch up to six inches. And some cutters we have up to eight inches. Um, yeah. yeah. I like how your website is designed too, how you do have the different categories because it makes it easier to actually find out what you want you can go right to it so i like that and another thing that i think um might be beneficial to see what your audience wants kind of poll the audience what would your audience like to see what sizes did you want you want different sizes how many um you know two four or three four whatever the inches are and um maybe just have like five of them you know in a grouping um, it's just, you know, for someone that maybe want to try out your product. So that's just my, you know, coming from the outside, looking from the outside in. Um, right. It's like a little grab bag of different um, themed items. Might be, mm -hmm. you know. Okay. My two cents. Yeah. Nothing, no, uh, nothing an Instagram poll post won't fix. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. So what are what are three things that people don't know about you? Um, well, I mentioned that we were from New York, so I guess y'all know that now. We're, we're originally from Brooklyn, <laughs> New York, born and raised. <laughs> um, sometimes you won't know it from talking to me, but it definitely comes out with certain words like um, draw or water. <laughs> okay, yeah, I hear it. I can't, I can't say those words any other way. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I um, was kind of reflecting back on something that I was I had done a while back. Another thing people might not know is that I participated in a half marathon. Okay, <laughs> this oh, is nice. a, um, I mostly walked it. I did run it. I ran across the finish line. <laughs> you finished hey, you that. You made it to the finish line, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, I did finish that, and that was a, that was actually a while. That was close to ten years now, but. I was kind of yeah. reflecting on that because um, 
I've been doing, starting to get back into exercising. I just said, oh yeah, I remember when I did that marathon and half marathon. And it was really fun because I also did some fundraisers. So it was for the Leukemia, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And um, I did some speed dating fundraisers. <laughs> in DC. Yeah, so Me in too. DC I had these, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I hosted and um, I kind of partnered with this, um, this bistro in DC and we had yeah we had like speed dating and i had like questions for the people to ask each other and they would rotate after a certain amount of minutes and stuff like that so it was just a lot of fun um and then another thing people might not know is that i have i actually have two degrees so i have a bachelor's degree in journalism from the university of maryland and i focused on the advertising sequence which comes in handy with this business because of the marketing and that we're doing, especially with um, Instagram. Um, and, you know, I've worked, um, like I was saying before, I've worked in other jobs prior to teaching. So um, I have some experience with that, with advertising. Um, and then my other, my other degree is teaching, my master's in teaching. And initially when I started teaching, I was teaching um, ESOL. So I was teaching English for speakers of other languages. Mm -hmm. And just always was fascinated with different cultures, especially growing up in New York and you were around so many people of different yeah. cultures, you know, on our, just on our one block, you know, we had, we had us and then we had, you know, Jamaicans and uh, uh, Creole and we had Chinese, Italian, you know, any, anything you could think of we had on our block, <laughs> you know, so I was definitely fascinated with that. And then, um, from teaching Esau, I just started transitioning into business and technology just based on, um, you know, work experience and things that I knew how to do and trainings that I had gone to. And so I transitioned and I tested, um, I took a test to become certified in those areas. So I started teaching like business and technology from there. Um, you, so yeah. <laughs> are from teaching Esau? Is that what you're saying? Say that again. Did you say from teaching Esau? Right. Initially, I, I, I used to teach in Esau. That was my first discipline. And then from there, I transitioned and started teaching um, technology and business classes. Um, and that was based on like my work experience that I had done prior to teaching. So yeah, but but I started out teaching Esau, yes. So that is that English? Sorry. Right. So some pe some parts of the country call it ESL. Um, oh, okay. English yeah. is a second language, yeah. But for us, we call it English for speakers of other languages. Oh, all right. Okay. I was so confused. I was like, <laughs> I just thought it was a new program. I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. My ear, yeah, our state, there are so many acronyms in education. It's just, it's just a right. lot. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I, um, I homeschool my children like before the pandemic. Oh. And one thing I was like, English is not for me, guys. We're gonna use all of the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not my strongest. <laughs> I use it when I need it. However, it is not <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, it is. It's a lot involved. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, friend. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh um, no, no, you can. Friend with red. Red, Rad, no, Fed Raft Designs. 
Um.com um, or the Etsy site. You can go to her Etsy site at Fed Raft Designs. And she has everything from uh, a cheese wedge to flowers to uh, the the continent um, of Africa, uh, a sewing machine. I mean, the list goes on baby items, uh, horses, animals, numbers. I mean, the list goes on and on. So I want our, our viewers and listeners to make sure they go to your site and purchase items from you. Um, I think that's important to support um, because it's Women's um, History Month for sure. And also that you are a lovely person and with a wonderful product. So I definitely want people to support you. Um, but I just wanted to make that shameless plug for you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> just you. Just in case you yes. weren't going to do that. But um, <laughs> right now on the Etsy site and you have over 218 cookie cutters that people can choose from. And they're in categories of African-American, baby, animals, home, um, STEM or STEAM. Is that what your education part? Yes. Or? Science, technology, yes. Engineering and math, yes. Oh, cool. <laughs> and this is like a rocket, an alien, and look like an astronaut. So, you know, the list goes on, and I would hope that people would go and take a look at, you know, what all you have to offer. And the price point is is reasonable. You know, I would think they were more, but the price point is, is very reasonable. And why couldn't you, you know, pick up five or six of them at a time? um thank you yeah so and we do custom orders as well i will say we do custom orders um there is a custom button order button on our site or you can just um dm us and on um, instagram um so some of the items that you see on the they are actually started out as custom orders like the cereal bowl um and the chick <laughs> yeah and that the Easter chick is really popular and that kind of started out as a custom order. The, actually, it started out the Easter chick head started out as a custom order. And then I added the full body Easter chick. So that one is pretty popular. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah That's cool. And also as bridal was in here, St. Patrick's Day, Mother's Day is coming up. Graduations are coming up, Father's Day. Um, I went, I clicked on the link in your bio on your Instagram page. So I'm just going to see if I can put that up there. It's probably not showing up. It's not showing up. There it is. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah well, up. kind this of. the Instagram kind of, page. Yeah. And maybe we can put a picture of that in the, um, in for, you know, in the video at some point. And if you check out the highlights button on Instagram, you can see, um, customer testimonials. You can see our products being unboxed and being used um, by um, cookiers and bakers. So nice. yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. So yeah. what would you say is your most sold cookie cutter? Um, hands down, it's the Africa continent one. Yeah, I'm proud to say that one is is definitely. And I printed that, I think I printed that in every, every size that we offer. I just did a um, six inch one. And then I just did a two and a half inch one. So yeah. <laughs> so I'm pushing for the big box stores. I want it mass produced. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. It's yes. going to happen. Hopefully, I just see, you know, this section is, you know, your business and your back in the story, how it became. I just see it. I, I see it. I'm, I have goosebumps. Yes. I'm claiming it. Yes. <laughs> I want to see it. Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. 
So just this last question, what do you imagine for the future of your business? Um, definitely wanted to add to our catalog. So um, like Tamala said, we have over 200 cutters and just trying to add more and more every day, um, trying to anticipate um, trends. One thing I did not realize um, going into this business is how trendy it is. So in other words, like, and, and maybe it's the feed that I'm getting through Instagram, but it's like, I'll see something and then I'll see somebody else doing it in a maybe slightly different way. But I see a lot of repetition that I guess I didn't really anticipate. <laughs> so if I start seeing something that's trending on Instagram, then I'll make a cutter for it. <laughs> so, <That's smart>. um, <laughs> so like for like example, I actually had somebody, this was also a custom order for my, the honey pot, but I started mm-hmm. at, I just yesterday added an, a, another honey pot. But, um, when I saw, when I got that request for the honey pot, I started seeing a lot of bees and honeys and all that. So I said, wait a minute. So I so I made a honeycomb cutter. I made a bee cutter. You know, I just did the whole theme. And then I started getting orders from that. So it's just like, um, I just anticipate like adding to the um, catalog, staying on top of, you know, the themes or the, the trends. Um, hopefully also creating my own trends because I'm thinking, okay, some of these um, cookies are looking the same. So are they all purchasing from the same, you know, company? Are they getting their cutters from the same company? Right. So I'm like, okay, so we need to be the ones setting that trend. So when I see that repetition now, I want to see our cutters, you know, being reproduced by people, you know? Um, and then the other thing that I had kind of hinted at earlier was this collaboration that I'm doing. Um, it's going to be a cutter that's going to be added to the African-American section. And hopefully um, I will be getting the attention hopefully of this celebrity. So that's my goal, like getting, you know, either working with influencers or getting certain um, celebrity attention um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, so that they can promote. So I, the celebrity is actually um, just recently got into baking. So I'm thinking that this cutter will work for her. Um, so yeah, so that's something I'm excited about just kind of reaching out and trying to get, you know, get it seen by her and also just reaching out to different influencers and different people like yourself who are really super talented and that, you know, we can do collaborations and, and, you know, just sky's the limit really. (laughs) Definitely is that, that is awesome. You know, if you don't have goals then you won't have anything, you know, to keep pressing towards. So it's good that you have a goal, you have a plan, you know, for your business and where you want things to go. And that's, that's really how it starts, you know, having those goals and having things that you want to do. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Right. And and definitely like, um, the big box stores, Mm-hmm. Right, Tamla? Big, big box big stores. Big box stores, <laughs> um, boutique, bakery, uh, boutiques. Right. Um, and, and think of off, off that doesn't fit into the baking film, uh, baking area, like uh, boutiques that have like clothes, eclectic clothes. Think about the people who are bakers and have a bakery that might want to have a basket of your cookie cutters there for sale. You can sell it to them for wholesale prices or, you know, whatever way you want to work that out. Um, I just have, I have so many ideas for you that I don't want to, (laughs) I, I can be like, blah. 
but um, you know, definitely this is your your and your family's things, and I, you know, I pray that you know God will, will give you the give you the direction that you um, desire. So I'll say that. Thank you so much. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So that is. Do you have anything else you want to add? I'm not. I mean, this is great. I mean, I'm just glad that that you all were able to have me. I just, um, again, I'm so appreciative. Um, this is a labor of love. This really is. I really am excited about what I'm doing. And I, I even put a post on my personal um, uh, Facebook because I said, even though I love teaching my kids, I feel really alive with this business. And I'm like, I'm really excited about it. And it's just like something I could see myself doing. Like when I retire from teaching, I could definitely see myself immersing myself in this, you know, full time. I already feel like I'm doing it full time because I don't really sleep much now because I'm just doing this all the time. But um, I definitely, um, you know, I'm passionate about this business and um, just excited. And uh, and I appreciate any feedback people have. You know, try out try out our cutters. And again, if you have something that you want we can make it happen so yeah just very excited about what's to come and And they are great cookie cutters great great cookie cutters and i have to uh, do uh say something else have you ever thought about teaching people how to create 3d printing items you know what that is a good question i had not thought of that one thing I thought of was actually selling, because some people sell the STL files so that other oh. people can print. Yeah. And I, that, that's something I was thinking about expanding at one point. But then I was kind of like, well, I like our designs and I kind of want to hold on to them, my, you know, ourselves. So I don't know. But but the teaching part, yeah, I never, I actually, the teacher in me never thought about that. <laughs> But yeah, that would that would actually um, that would be great. Yeah, that's something that could be done. Um, we could even do that even with the pandemic and all. We could still even you know do the, that via Zoom or you know remotely. Um, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> me and <Tim laughs> know about how that can go, <laughs> how that can actually work. <laughs> We're learning about that very thing, so. Uh, I'm excited for you and I, you know, I'm glad that you uh, took the time out of your schedule to meet with us and to share with us. And I'm just looking forward to the next time that we speak and um, what new things and who that celebrity client is that you got your items, um, the attention of, uh, you know, specific to them. And I just think that, you know, higher heights, I just think higher heights, so. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been awesome. You, you all are wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. So this has been our latest episode of Treat Talk Tuesday. We can be heard on anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Anywhere that you can listen to your podcast, we will be there. All right. We also have a YouTube channel where we do our demos from this uh we do our demos that we share. They will be on Tamala and Taylor's Treat Talk Tuesday YouTube page. And check us out on Instagram. We'll definitely be putting up posts and have the links to uh, FedRAF Designs, who we very much appreciate for having us, <coughs> um, having her on our podcast. And so that is it, guys. Have a blessed week. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Uh-huh.